This morning, before we take the table, I want us to just take a few minutes in God's word in the book of John. Every gospel starts the the Christmas story a little bit different. Some of them jump right in, like Mark just says, this is the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ and just launches. Mark and Luke, of course, had the classic Christmas stories. John takes a theological angle where he starts in the very beginning and says, in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things through him were made, and without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John, and he came as a witness to testify concerning that light so that all through him might believe. He himself was not that light, but he came as a witness to that light, the true light that gives light to everyone that is coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. And yet to all who did receive him, to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent nor of human decision, or of a husband's will, but born of God. The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us, and we have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. This is the Word of the Lord. Beginnings are important aren't they? So I want to ask you an important question. When does Christmas start? It's kind of a debate in our society, right? For some of us, a Christmas starts as soon as Thanksgiving is, or as soon as, as, uh, as Halloween is over. November 1st, people are playing Christmas music, the stores are turning over their product, and everyone's just like, now it's Christmas time. But there's another sense, no matter when you start, like our family, we don't really start thinking about Christmas until Advent starts, and then we start thinking about it right after Thanksgiving is when we start decorating, but it kind of doesn't matter. But then last night is kind of in my mind when the real Christmas starts. We get together, we have candlelight, we're singing the Christmas carols, we go home, we begin our festivities. There's the official start, and then there's the unofficial start. To Christmas. John starts at the official start, but he's pointing to the unofficial start. It's really interesting language that he uses in the beginning. And if you're a Jewish mind and you're thinking about the Old Testament, and especially if you're reading the Greek Septuagint, which is what, what the, uh, the, the Jews of Jesus' day would often have been re- reading, the beginning of, J- of John chapter 1, verse 1 is very similar to another book of the Bible. Another beginning. In fact, it's the exact same language. It reminds us of Genesis 1.1. Listen to Genesis 1.1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and earth. Now listen to John 1.1. In the beginning was the Word. Genesis 1.1 goes on to say, Now the earth was formless and empty, and darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. 
And God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good, and he separated the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning the first day. And we come back to John 1.1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was, in the, he was with God in the beginning. And through him, all things were made. And without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life. And that life was the light of mankind. And the light shines in darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Now notice something else that's similar between these two chapters. The emphasis on light. At Advent, the darkest days of the year. We put out candles and we put out Christmas lights and we sing of light. Think of, oh, come all ye faithful. Verse two says, God of God, light of light. Lord, he abhors not the virgin's womb. Very God begotten, not created. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Christ the Lord. Why the emphasis on light? Because the light does two things here. It separates and it also illuminates. Notice the light shines in darkness and the darkness does not overcome it. Just as God sent the light into the world in the very beginning to separate the light from the darkness, Jesus Christ comes into the, into the darkness of our world and he separates the light from the darkness. But notice here, even though the world seems very dark and doesn't it feel dark? Some of us, even in our own souls this morning, we, we want to feel light, but we still feel dark. The burdens of the world are on our shoulders. But notice here, the darkness does not overcome the light that is Christ. But also see this, the light shines the way. It says in verse 9, the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. We need to see who he was and what he came to do. Just real briefly, John 1, 1 talks about who he was. First thing I think it's important for us to know, and for those of you who are Christians, this might be old news, but for those of you who maybe don't know Christ or don't know very much about Christ, this might be very much news to you. Jesus Christ came into the world as God, very God, the creator of heaven and earth. That's why John 1 makes such an important important deal of saying he was the word. He was the express image of God. He was the communication of the Godhead, but he was not just a created person like other people were. No, he was the creator of heaven and earth. He was the word was with God and the word was God. He was the creator. He was God. And yet, at Christmas time, we celebrate that this very God of very God became a human being. It wasn't just like created to come down and be like this massive, buff, strong, powerful king. No, we celebrate the God of the universe, the one who spoke powerful words and brought everything that we see into existence. This all-powerful, mighty God 
was born into the limitations of a human baby. This year at Christmas, we hear the little babies cooing. When RSV is going around, we get nervous because we recognize how fragile those little lives are. Yet Jesus Christ was born into one of, as one of those little babies. Fragile in his human nature, dependent on his human mother. He needed her for everything. The creator of heaven and earth needed his mother. He comes to the earth as a human, humble, limited in his human nature and his flesh. That's why I love verse 4 of, O come all you faithful. Yea, Lord, we greet thee, born this happy morning. Jesus, to thee be glory given. Word of the Father, now in flesh appearing. O come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. He was born a Jewish man, a son of Adam and Noah, a son of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob a lion of the tribe of Judah, the descendant of Ruth and Boaz, the shoot from the stump of Jesse, the true son of David, and yet born to a virgin who conceived and gave birth, and they called him Emmanuel, God with us. That's who he was. And this is what he came to do. He became one of us to save all of us. He became a child of men so that we could be made the children of God. He was in the world, John wrote, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right. Listen to that. Who were we? We are sinners. We're part of Adam's fallen race. And yet those who are in Jesus Christ, he gave the right. He gave the right to become the children of God. Children, not born of natural descent, nor of the human decision or of a husband's will, but born of God. Jesus Christ comes into the earth the creator of heaven and earth in human flesh so that he could reconcile you and I to God and make us children of God. So the question before us this morning, if you are a Christian this morning, does that not give you all the reason in the world to celebrate? Whether you've got no Christmas gifts under your tree or you have a lot of Christmas gifts under your tree, you have already been given the greatest gift that could ever be given in the person and work of Jesus Christ. But maybe you're here this morning and you're just tagging along with your friends or tagging along with your family and you're just doing your mama solid. This morning, there's a choice before you. Christ is inviting you. The light is coming to the world that all men might see it and respond. Jesus Christ has come not just to be born, but to live his life perfectly, fulfill God's requirements. And he went to the cross and he sacrificed himself so that we could be called the children of God. He paid the penalty for our sins and he rose from the dead. And now the question is before us. Will you stay in the dark or you receive the light 
and follow after Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Let's pray. Lord, we greet you this happy morning. You are the word of God, now in flesh appearing. You gave your life as a sacrifice for our sins. Now we respond. Even though this service is a shorter service, Lord, it is jam-packed full of joy and peace and love and hope because of what you have done for us this Christmas. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, we pray. Amen.